I'm done with this. And they're like, oh god, we have to composite that in. That has to be the... <laughs> this movie sucks. I'm, I'm trying, I'm writing a spec graph, uh, 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 spec graph, what Jesus words use. <laughs> sure, I mean, spec it works for, I got what you meant. Yeah, spec script on like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves 2, but he's going to be kings of the looters, you know, something like that. Sure, yeah, <laughs> Robin <laughs> Hood's revenge. Robin Hood's revenge. Did he kill everybody? Yeah, kind of. Well, he needs well, more. He's coming back for more. He's, he's going- got... Yeah. <laughs> He's going to war with the people he came back to war with that I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. This time he's taking from the poor and giving to the rich. <laughs> what happened was he robbed all the money from the rich, he gave it to the poor, and now the poor are rich. And he has to go back to the very people he just helped. Cause it, oh. And give back to the, the rich people. And then it just back and forth forever. <laughs> I like it. Oh man, that is that is the sequel to Robin Hood: Prince of Thieves that I n- never knew I needed until yeah. the very moment. <laughs> he's well, robbing the very people he made rich. Yep, yeah, he's like, uh, yeah. I mean, but we gotta get, get the, to the clock is ticking on that cast. If we want to get the cast back, we gotta go, man. Not enough deep fakes in the world. Yeah, I mean, damn. Do you bring Morgan Freeman back for that? Yeah, you gotta. You gotta yeah. bring them all back. Yeah. Somehow. I mean, yeah, well, you know, it's like, well, Robin's at it again. <laughs> Going around, stealing from the rich that used to be poor, and making <laughs> the poor that used to be rich, rich. He hasn't seen the error of his ways yet, but I'm here to guide him through and true. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Pop Saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip-hop. From the roots, Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no liver. Ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh, yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Pop Saga. It's only February, and 2022 is already feeling like it's overstayed its welcome, which can only mean one thing. It's time to hang out with your two best pod buds and chill on this year's inaugural chillcast. So break out your frosty beverage of choice, grab some snacks, and join us for a conversational stroll through anything and nothing and everything in between. I'm Frosty Forest, and I am joined as always by John, Lord of the Lounge. So, without further delay, let the chilling begin. Oh man, I'm chilling. It's good chilling. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. What if it was just a whole episode of us taking? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Prince of Thieves. Uh, uh, <laughs> Kevin yeah. is coming for me. He's coming back with his accent. Robin of Loxley. I didn't know that was his last name. <laughs> <laughs> this is all great. These are all yeah. references to something that Thing, may or may not be in the cold open. <laughs> like one of them I don't even think was in the cold open. No, and I, then think, the, I do not think I was recording by the, when no, we were talking about the And the other one was, well, I'll probably, I don't know if I, you know, like, 
I don't know how topical Robin Hood Prince of Thieves is, so we'll see if it stays. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I'll listen to it and be like, hey, you know what? Feels pretty current. Let's go. And yeah. I mean, it's current in a way, right? Because it was a huge deal of a movie when it came out. Like, the, yeah, it. it it received the kind of like hype and anticipation that is like usually reserved for a Star Wars or a uh, or a, a Marvel these days. Yeah, I mean, I even saw that. I, I saw that movie at the Coronet, which is like in the city, was the Star Wars place. That's where you would go to watch Star Wars. So, dang, it was in those hallowed halls, you know. And you're just like, hey, man, this this movie's sort of a big deal. Like, yeah, it really was. Yeah, you're like, uh, you know, like you're gonna watch Kevin Costner do things you've never seen Kevin Costner do before, like yeah. attempt an accent. Well, I mean, he, you know what? You got to give it to him in the start of the movie. There was at least some scenes at the start where it really felt like he was giving it a, giving it a go, and then then not anymore. Yeah, like he gave up. Like, do you think he's like, oh, the last check cleared? Yeah, so I'm he's good. just like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. He's done. Yep, but think- just just like in the in Man of Steel, they had to composite that last shot of him as he walked <laughs> off the scene. He just started walking away. <laughs> he's like, I'm done with this shit. This movie's too long. Bye, guys. I don't know what Kevin Costner sounds like, but see you later. Yeah, I figure it's a little gruff, you know? He's like, don't you tell me I'm not acting enough. You know, anything I do, I'm walking out on you to record a new movie. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, you know, Brian Adams. Yeah. That song will haunt me for the rest of my days. Look into my eyes, you'll find but, a guy who shoots a bunch of arrows and wears leather all the time. <laughs> Don't you tell me he's got... Oh, anyway, whatever. <laughs> I, I, why is it always... Why was that like the trend in the 90s? Whereas, like, it's an action movie, you know, has you know has its moments. Love song. Like, even, yeah. you know, like, mm-hmm. Batman Forever had Kiss from a Rose. You're just like, someone was just like, yeah, this is going to be metal. Kiss from a Rose from the Grave. This is so deep. You're just like, oh, these are just love songs. But, you know, where's, where's like, the Metallica or the Def Leppard or, you know... <laughs> Someone rocking corn. Where's corn? Give me corn. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm always saying when I go to Chipotle. <laughs> Where's the corn? Give me the corn. Um, Y'all want yeah. a single corn? Never mind. Let's <laughs> start doing some corn shit. I got, I got five minutes worth of corn material. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, it sticks with me for six months afterwards. <laughs> oh, I see where you're... I see where you where you went with it. Oh, yeah. Right in the turtlet. Right in time for my uh, my boss to start listening to the podcast. <laughs> oh, well, I could, uh, you know, I could edit this out. Sorry, Forces <laughs> boss, I will not be editing this out. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to double down. Yeah, in uh, fact, I'm going to make Force louder. <laughs> <laughs> in the toilet, toilet, toilet. 
the rest of it is just an hour and a half mix song of just me doing that one line. Toilet, toilet, toilet. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> Don't tell me these jokes are lowbrow. Uh, you know, like uh, I you know, the reason is because the those movies are a spectacle for the lovers of action and romance. They were okay. they were grand action set pieces, and they were also grand romances. Fair, fair, fair. Whereas, like Fast and the Furious, there's like there's not really, not usually like a lot of uh, uh, romance in that. So that you, it's all just you know, uh, hip hop and rock and roll. And well, they're also all about family. So yes, they're all about family. Oh man. Uh, Every time I can't think of that franchise without thinking of that that uh, image of The Rock and Vin Diesel supposedly facing off against each other, but The Rock is like you know how they filmed uh, Lord of the Rings with a forced perspective uh, that make the hobbits look really small. Like The Rock is standing like seven feet away from uh, Vin Diesel and like to the left, so mm. they look the same size. And I was like, mm, I've seen Triple X. That ain't true. <laughs> yep. And like their eyelines don't even match up. It's like he's obviously standing, you know, far away from each other. I, I hear that that wasn't even filmed. That scene wasn't filmed with them both there because they hate each other so much. I mean, think about it. Being hated by The Rock. Yeah. Right. He yeah. seems. To, he seems to have a a little. You know, for someone called The Rock, he sure, his heart is not made of stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't need your pity. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Bring it on, please. Please, all the pity. All the pity laughs. <laughs> I need I more. Take, oh, I need more. Please. Please, pity laugh. Well, I'm going to tell you, I needed the chill after my night last night, so this is... Uh, this is good. Oh, that's good. What did what did you get up to? A little, a little too much of the party times. Yeah, you could say so. <laughs> I'm, yes. You know, I had to show the kids how it's done mm, uh, by what? partying and okay. uh, drinking probably way too much. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, I went, I went to, <laughs> went to Chuck E. Cheese. I was like, okay, kids, I'm going to show you what it's like to drink two pitchers of Corona. Pop Saga does not endorse anything that has just been said. This is satire or not real, and you should not be listening to it anyway. What are you doing listening to this podcast? Go do something else better with your life. Allegedly. Oh, wait a minute. That's not the time to use it. Fuck. Anyway. No, that's, that makes it sound way worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, um, I went out for, um... A family member's birthday party. Oh, congratulations. You know, we had a little little get-together, and I had all the boozes, including a uh, some form of birthday shot, which is not something that I normally partake in. Mm. And, yeah, I discovered that um, booze plus dairy does not agree with me even more so than it did when I was younger. And, mm. um that's yeah, that's so. not a fun with thing to find out. Yeah, yeah, because I'm I'm too slow now, so I can't escape the things that are coming out of my body after ingesting one of them. Like you know, I can't just like. I see where you're going with you, this. You, you, I can't go. 
and then walk away because everyone's like, oh, it was John. It was John. John. John, <laughs> John right there. He did it. <laughs> so, you know. <sighs> Don't tell me not to talk about farts. <laughs> Well, I was trying to do it stealthily, but it didn't happen either. You know. Yeah, like, that's that's actually kind of fun. You're kind of weaving your. You were trying to do it stealthily uh, after you adjusted so much dairy, and now you're trying to bring it up stealthily. So I like it. Yeah. See, I, I have layers. I woke up today sure. with, with barely a headache. So, um, yeah, it was it was a good time. Always good to see people I haven't seen in a while. And uh, eat awesome Peruvian food. Oh, wow. That sounds good. And drink the champagne of hard seltzers or whatever and uh, White Claw. Yes, of course. As we all know, there are no laws when you're drinking claws. That's right. So now, to counter all that, I'm drinking a Guinness. A Guinness. The beer of chilling, I guess, because that's all I had left. (laughs) Well, there you go. I uh, picked up some truly, speaking of hard seltzer, a, a truly classic lime margarita style seltzer. Yeah, and no. so I am concerned. Um, I'm no. concerned because, well, first of all, the, I, it, had a, it had a green box, so I had to pick it up. You know how I feel with the color yeah, green? Yeah, pretty easy. <laughs> yep. And so, uh, but I am dubious of any food product, substance, whatever you want to call it, that is in the style of something else. I feel like Mm. food should probably be one thing or the other, but if you're serving something to me and you're like, here it is, your, uh, you've got, it's chicken tender, chicken tender style chicken. And you're like, what do you mean? Wait, what, what do you mean chicken tender style? (laughs) Don't worry about it. Uh, so yeah, I'm dubious. This is the first time trying it, so we'll we'll see a little. We'll get a little on air reaction. But here, Perfect. let the let the chilling begin. All right, there's yeah, your there's, there's I, your little sound. Yeah, I opened mine during the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, it was in time with the uh, pop. You know, who's like. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I, I've uh, I've got I'm trying out classic lime first. Uh, I also have a mango chili here. If we go through the entire classic line, uh, to all the people making mar- non lime based margaritas out there, I would tell you please stop putting chili in it. Uh, maybe some people like a chili margarita, but uh, not me. I would like it to be refreshing and not also hot. You don't want to, you don't want your booze accompanying you with like the the peppery burn of mace. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. that's too sweet. Uh, but you know what? I'll be damned. It is a margarita style drink. <laughs> <laughs> it was made in the style of margarita. Yes, it's, it's based on a true margarita story. Yeah, someone was probably drinking a margarita while making it. Mm-hmm. Inspired by ma- the thought of a margarita. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Better than well, Bud Light Lime, though. That's not hard. I mean, this tastes exactly like Sprite. I don't know, <laughs> 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 I don't know why I gave That first sip, I was like, okay, not bad. Every subsequent sip. I'm, I'm drinking Sprite Zero with vodka in it, and it, uh, it's a bad day. 
That's like yeah. a rock bottom cocktail right there. Yeah, you down on your luck. And you're like, well, I don't trust any of the booze I have. Let me just mix it with the closest soda I got. Sierra <laughs> Mist. I've got a flat can of a Sprite Zero. Uh, sorry, yeah, Sprite, no sugar Sprite, whatever it's called. And I've got that plastic tub of vodka that has Zeus on it. <laughs> It does say it's expired, but uh, <laughs> you can't looking expire for some Zeus. I'm looking to I'm looking to really go to the the, the tropics. I'm looking for something margarita style. <laughs> I'm gonna put some. Uh, I'm gonna dip a, a pretzel in it to really give it that authentic salty what? flavor. What? What? Yep, <laughs> that's fair. Well, now you can tell that we're. Um uh mm. chill yes and the mm. chilling has begun yeah. the chilling has begun so it's uh it's 2022 yeah big uh, <laughs> uh shout out to people out there who've just come out of a coma or maybe time traveled uh it's 2022 right now when we're recording this i should say and uh because of all the craziness that happened over the last two years uh, many popular things have been delayed, and so mm. I don't know. If it, I don't know if you feel like this, but it feels like this year is going to just be like just chock full of crazy uh, stuff, it, especially in the the uh, realm of movies and games. Yeah, no, no, you you are right. Like where you know, twenty twenty delayed a lot of things. 2021 brought some things to it. 2022 is like return of all the shit. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's it's going to be pretty intense movie-wise, game-wise like this even this February like a lot of games are like rolling out. And you're like it's just February people normally like the dead time of year for games. Yeah. I mean, just listen to this. Dying Light 2, mm-hmm. Horizon Forbidden West, mm-hmm. the Destiny 2 expansion whatever it's called yeah destiny child i think it's called. yep <laughs> destiny's destiny 2 destiny's child yep of course um and elden ring all of those come out this a month is that not nuts and you know me on my mmo watch an mmo's coming out this month too right yeah so we have uh lost ark which i'll be trying right you'll keep uh, getting back think, into after your beta experience yeah so i'll be up on there then you even have the uh, SWOTOR uh, uh, for the uninitiated Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, mm. Their new expansion is coming out this month. And then I think even Guild Wars is coming like like in March, I think. Their next expansion. Just mm-hmm. huge stuff there. Then there's even like a bunch of indie titles like Sifu. Right, yeah. The martial arts one is going to be out like this too. It's just insane how many things are just coming out in february alone yeah in february alone and then like we have these there are so there's like too many to mention but supposedly this year not only do we get a new gran turismo which it's been so long since we've had one of those yeah it feels like it's gran turismo to me is like mario to a new like nintendo platform i feel like that needs to come out when like a new sony 
system comes out. Like, yeah. Gran Turismo should be your launch thing. The fact that it's taken this long is uh, surprising. They had to delay it, right? I think partly. I mean, they were always like, well, we got to make it look even better now. The Forza stuff's looking pretty good. Yeah, probably. Um, let's go ahead and delay it. But for some strange reason, this Ford Focus is still going to drive faster than this Toyota Supra. <laughs> Can't explain why. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Maybe What's that over there? It's- <laughs> you hear that Ford Focus? It's going so fast. Oh man, it's got one of those Leno uh, mufflers on <laughs> Leno exhaust tips. It's just a good. It's just like a fucking piece of paper over the exhaust with a with a mouth drawn. On it. <laughs> it's, a, it's just a silicone hand with a mouth drawn over it that goes over your exhaust. <laughs> So, that's what I was going... I did want to ask you a question. Yes, please about, do. About games, you should. Ah, so, terrific. Like, recently, we deep-dived into my love of, like, MMOs and why I keep, like, you know, searching for uh, the game that I want to play. You play an inordinate amount of games. <laughs> it really is a lot. I mean... You play a lot though, like, like sometimes you know I'll be here behind my computer doing whatever, and then like I'll see on Steam, you know, Forrest is playing this game. I'm like, oh, good for Forrest. And like five minutes later, Forrest is playing this game, and I'm yeah. like, all right, okay, cool. And then like ten minutes later, Forrest is playing this, and then like another thing will pop up saying you're playing something else or somewhere. I'm like, you play a lot of games. That does sound like me. Yeah, it does. So like one. How are you going to manage this February again? Yeah. <laughs> well, with what I'll, you already currently do. Yeah. Like, that's like true. How, how, I need to know how you juggle this because, mm. you know, because, like, I, I get it. You know, sure. I, I try to play a fair amount of games and stuff. Sometimes in the mood, sometimes I'm not in the mood. But usually I'm pretty focused on genres and stuff but you are just like the buckshot approach you you play everything so like how do you see a month like this how do you manage it and then like like why yeah (laughs) good question yeah i mean this this month is pretty wild i mean i i definitely see me picking up elden ring that seems really exciting and cool and uh but I think part of it is helped because I don't have a PS5. <laughs> I can't. And what's weird is, like, to your point, I would have bought a PS5 had I been able to get my hands on it. But it's just so freaking rare that uh, I think that has kind of helped my my game buying addiction. <laughs> it's probably which is probably what I mean. It's like a. It's like a. It's not a collecting addiction. As much as it's more like an experiential addiction, probably. Like I like, I love the first you know part of getting into a new game and experiencing what their mechanics are and kind of like what the deal is. But I my actual finish rate for games is very low. That's my secret cap, is that I'm always not finishing games. <laughs> That's how I play so many. But uh, uh, but yeah, uh, sometimes. Okay. 
maybe like almost every weekend I'll I'll just log on to Steam and I'll just be like, let's see, what what do you got for me? And sometimes I'll buy a game. You know, it's funny, you asked me a little bit about this before, and so I looked up on my just Steam alone. So this is not this doesn't count Xbox or GOG or EA Origin or Ubisoft's uh, Connect, whatever their their platform is called. So this is just Steam games. But in 2021, I bought 22 games. <laughs> so that's like, it's almost like two a month, which is... Yeah, damn near. Yep, which is not a, it's not like a ton, but certainly it's a lot. And I was thinking like, what are the, I was looking through and what are the kind of weird standouts of stuff that I bought? And uh, Death Stranding was one of them. Uh, that game, I like, again, have not finished. I have played a little bit, but not a ton. Actually, I could probably give you the uh, the actual time of that I've actually spent on it. But it was a that's a super bizarre game. I'm glad I experienced it, but it's it's really tough to like uh, suspend your disbelief because it's so weird. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's two point two hours. A- yeah. Uh, so I played a little bit more Death Stranding, but you know, for me, I'm a big Kojima fan. Obviously, you know, Metal Gear Solid's probably my favorite game I've played of all time. Personally, mm-hmm. I really had to think about it. Um, but when I played that, I was like, mm, "This is cool, but it's not for me." Um, but to your point, it was kind of like let's experience like what he was thinking. And then he was just like, well, I really like the Postman movie with Kevin Costner. <laughs> Back to Kevin and, Costner, yeah. Right? And I, I like receiving packages, so I want to make a game where that's what I do. Um, by having some form of real world walking physics with robot backpacks and yeah. a very scary ghost floating in the, in the sky. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's chock full of of talent, which is one of the reasons to play it, right? Is there's so many amazing actors and uh, you know vocal talent and motion capture stuff that in that game that mm-hmm. it really feels cinematic and cool, but it's also like incredibly bizarre and just hard to wrap your mind around. Even more so, I think, than a lot of the you know late uh, Metal Gears, which uh, we're kind of known for having. Very intricate and involved stories, but this one, like, I think I got to the point, and spoiler alert, if you're out there and you want to play Death Stranding, I just, this doesn't ha- happen too far into the game, so I guess it's not a huge spoiler, but just if you want to stay pure with it, then skip forward a little bit, but uh, I played to the part where your your mom, who is the president of the, the sort of, w- this post-apocalyptic United States uh dies and then you have to carry her body <laughs> in the seated position on your back uh you know to 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 somewhere and i got to that part and i was just like all right <laughs> okay <laughs> my time is done <laughs> <laughs> i've seen what i need to see but uh yeah so to kind of answer your question more in a more sort of complete way i uh I just end up, I'm super interested in games, and whenever anyone comes out that's new, I kind of feel compelled to buy it, so I can kind of, I can experience that same thing that everyone else is uh, 
talking about or you know if it's an exciting experience at all i definitely want to uh do it it's kind of like the main thing it's like my primary hobby so i i just spend a lot of time sort of dipping my toes Mm. and taste testing the games that are out there and sometimes i'll just get to a point in a game where it will the mission will be repetitive or dumb or i'll just be kind of getting bored of it for whatever reason or it may be the part is like too challenging or something and then i'll just kind of fall off of a game and then i'll be like all right what do i do next (laughs) and uh like for instance i just bought i mean what is it seven years after it was originally released i finally played dying light for the first time because they released it on switch and i was like hey cool i could have it on the go i have so many games on the switch that i was like awesome i can play this on the go and i just never play them (laughs) On the go, go, go. Exactly. Like, I own so many of the re-released Final Fantasies. And I have, you know, maybe 10 hours in in each and every one of them. And I'm like, oh, wait, right. This is why it's cool that games have have evolved. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting. Is it, but is it any type of popular game? Or do they still have to kind of live in, um, genres you prefer to play more yeah that's a great question um it has to be in like genres that i that i prefer i think like but that can be kind of that can change you know i like fps's and i like open world games and i like survival games and i like mmos and occasionally i get really into uh like a jrpg like i got really Mm. into uh the most recent Dragon Quest on Switch. I think I'm very close to beating it, but I basically I got uh, I got to a part where I should have ground more before. Like, there's like a point of no return mm-hmm. where you can't like level up your your characters or you can't grind to get them leveled up, and then so I'm kind of like stuck in an area in that game. Which is just like I have to go back so many hours to to sort of get to a point where I could get past this area that I'm kind of like, eh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I wanted to see how it ends because it's actually the story has been very good and the gameplay is very good. If it and it's really sort of like an old school JRPG, but um, yeah, it's just like, I don't know, man. I was like, I have to go, first I have to go back, I'd lose a ton of progress, and then I also have to grind until I get to a point where I can actually beat this this part. And I'm just mm. like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm I good. took a pause. Well, Sometimes I'll look at like the, the hour count, and I'll just be like, I spent 40 hours in this game. Even though I'm not like done with it, I feel like I've gotten my money's worth, and that's usually sure. how I kind of assuage the guilt of, of spending so much money on all these games. Oh, no, I mean, look, you do you. I just always found it impressive, like, just the sheer, like, amount of, like, jumping around you'll do with games, too. Just like, oh, let me check this out. I'm like, all right. But then sometimes I try to guess what itch you're trying to scratch by the game you're playing. Like, Star Trek Online? What's wrong with you? And then the other (laughs) other end of the spectrum, like, okay, he's playing this. And sometimes they jump over. Like, what was the last game you completed? 
uh, completed. Um, good. Not question. like a hundred percent or anything, but you no, know, I something never, that you. I never hundred percent anything. <laughs> yeah, I've 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 done that uh, uh, a couple times on PlayStation myself, but yeah. very very rare for me to want to like collect everything now. Yeah, I think Spider-Man is is one of the ones that either I 100%ed or I came very close to 100%ing because that all the yeah, side that, quests in that game are just just the best. Yeah, same. I did a 100% for Spider-Man. I also 100%ed God of War. Oh yeah. Both really uh yeah, I can see how those would draw you into the point where you're just like I got to see all this stuff. I think for Spider-Man for me it was just like I have to collect all these outfits. Like each outfit was so yeah. exciting to open up. It's so like this is this is they have me pegged uh, in terms of like what uh, what type of person would want to to uh, how that what type of thing would motivate me specifically. They definitely found it, but uh, well, it's it's great when you're able to get like a game like that and all the suits. There's so many great crazy Spider-Man suits that exist in the comic books to just kind of see them realized in video games and being like trying to collect your favorite suit and that's actually being an option versus you know like this is just spacesuit spider-man or right you know <laughs> yeah, some like exactly, lame mastery yeah. colors and stuff yeah they made it a real collectible which which was uh yeah it really that very very uh, i would say infrequently does a game's cosmetics drive me enough to where i'm like oh i mean i have to have all of these but i think the last game that i beat all the way and like kind of completed the story well i'll say i'm very close to beating uh resident evil village i'm on the last boss of that uh so that's that's been awesome but uh not all the way done yet but i think the 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 one that i can remember is uh i think breath of the wild and that's because i took a break halfway through and i was like i don't want to finish it or not halfway through it was like close to the end and I love the game so much, I was like, I don't want it to end. So I just, if I never finish it, then it never ends. You crack me up. I, it's it's funny, we don't ever talk about that. I'm the same way with a lot of shit. <laughs> right? Where, yeah, yeah, like, when I was playing Metal Gear Solid 3, like Snake Eater, you know, I rushed out, got it midnight, did all the things, played through, like, the intro a little bit, and I was just like, I'm going to wait. And then I waited a whole year after it been out before I played it because I was like, I don't want this to end at all. And I want to be able to devote as much time as I can to that. So then, yeah, I just ended up playing it way later, but it was so much worth it. Yeah. I do that a lot. Yeah. It, it's, it's something it's just like, well, I know when I'm, cause I know at least for me, when I'm done with a game and I've sort of completed the main story, then going back to it is not, I'm not someone who I think goes back and like replays uh, a story all the way through if I've beaten it. Maybe that's why I don't beat a lot of games because I'm like, oh, but the second half, I've never seen that. So I can always go back for that. Back to that, back to that. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. So out of all the games you mentioned for February, what's the one that got you most excited? Uh, yeah, good question. Well, I mean, like, so Dying Light 2, uh, like, I'm playing Dying Light 1 on the Switch right now, and I know that's not like it's going to be a spoiler if I play Dying Light 2, but, like, unless P- 
people want to play is if there's like a multiplayer component and people want to play that I don't, I don't see me picking that up right away uh i i'm just kind of tuckered out on zombies mm-hmm. um but the rest of them kind of like they i guess what i would say is elden ring is the is the one that i am looking forward to the most and that's kind of like process of elimination because i can't play horizon forbidden west or i wouldn't want to because i wouldn't be playing like the good version of it i don't even know if it's coming out on playstation 4 i have a playstation 4 but i think it is but i i i i I get you with that i i was fortunate enough to get a playstation 5 and you know that'll definitely be a game i'll pick up for it yeah Um, you know i wouldn't want to play that on a pro or a four it just feels silly you'd be getting a substandard experience it feels like yeah definitely i mean you i mean you know the power of like how fast the drives are on the xbox and stuff and just to not have remotely that while trying to play through this game you know like where it'd take a few seconds to get to the next thing but on the four you'd be like okay well let me go uh pop some popcorn yeah (laughs) let me go write a chapter of a novel yeah Aloy looking all like, hey, and you're just like, oh man, you could, you, you'll look so much crisper and faster and all this stuff on the end. Now I get that, I get that. Yeah, so that kind of takes that out of the running. I don't really, I, I have played Destiny two in the past. I think it's very good, but I don't really play it currently. So that's not something I'm even remotely excited about. So I guess that just like leaves Elden Ring. And don't get me wrong, I am super excited about Elden Ring from mainly from a curiosity standpoint are you are you a souls gamer naturally i so i got very far in i think it was dark souls and it's not dark souls 2 i think it's dark souls okay Um, and uh so that was fun it I got to the point where I got a build and I was playing it with like that's when I had roommates and we were playing it sort of together and people would take turns and the whole experience was uh a fun from that angle I think then it made like trying again and again and again interesting when you trade off I think with somebody and they're kind of like rooting you on and you're and you're figuring out the the different ways to attack things since then i haven't been really able to get into a souls game all that much i certainly from a aesthetic standpoint i really like uh bloodborne but uh again like my my playstation 4 is kind of like gathering dust right now so i'm not really trying that out and it would it's just really punishingly hard in a way that I don't know. I, maybe I had something and I lost it, or <laughs> I don't know. Mm, but mm, mm-hmm. how about you? Do you play a lot of Souls games? Nope. The only Souls-like game I played was uh, Fallen Order, and I was like, okay, if I was like twelve years younger, I'd be all over this shit. But right now, I'm like, I don't think I move fast enough um, yeah, well. to be able to. To play them as like optimal optimally as I would like, which means you know trying to get past the uh, frustration, because that that is the thing is right. We grew up playing games where you had a finite amount of lives, and if you lost, you were starting over. So we're used to kind of like this difficulty ramp, but we've also have been ushered in the age of like easier gaming experiences. So that has kind of tempered like what I'm willing to put up with and what I'm not willing to put up with. 
So oh, definitely, yeah. You know, so like I'm like, fuck, man, I don't want to fight this twelve arm bastard throwing spears at me and shit. Like I, I can't, I can't roll fast enough, George R. R. Martin. I can't roll fast enough. <laughs> Why did you make this game so hard? You know, like yeah. so. Eh, uh, but it's interest me. It I I have a peaked interest in Elden Rings, but I'm gonna kind of wait until it's been out for a little bit before I, I think I dive into that one. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think from what I've heard, at least there are modes or difficulty levels in it that make it more accessible. I think the this game is meant to be a slightly more accessible Souls type game, which is really uh, appealing to me. And it you know it combines like that cool Souls combat with an open world. Not to say that hasn't been done before. I think if you've played uh, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen, that is basically an open-world mm. Souls-type game. Uh, so it's not to say it's anything new necessarily, but the I think that the visual design and the fact that it has story elements contributed by George R. R. Martin is exciting. That being said, I'm not... I am not expecting it to be necessarily easy to understand or uh, to parse what's going on, because I think that that's kind of... It's also along with its difficulty, uh, you know, having a sort of impenetrable fiction is part and parcel to the, uh, you know, all of the the Souls-type games. Uh, Here's a lame question. Are there stories in Souls games? Uh, Yeah, there is. I mean, the stories are actually very dense and layered and thought out. They are just kind of the fiction is sort of super hard to uh, grok because there's no on-ramp, really. It exists in, like, a weird alternate dimension where the rules that you're kind of familiar with governing life don't exist, and you turn into a beef jerky man when you don't have enough (laughs) souls, you know? Uh, But it's like, if you take the time... If you watch a bunch of videos and read a bunch of supplementary uh, Wikipedia entries, uh, it is it's there. Okay, so but like you know me and my like anti-story um, stance now, you know where I don't really need one unless yeah. it's obviously you know like superheroes or something. Then I'll care a little bit because I'll judge it harshly. Um, could I play like? A Dark Souls or even this Elden Rings game, and just not need to pay attention to the story. Absolutely, I think. Oh, perfect, done. <laughs> yep, because like you could, if in any Souls game that I've ever played, you could skip the intro because the intro again is this like it's just this is us assaulting you with all this insane fiction, and then anything else like as you're playing it, you it it doesn't make sense anyway. Like you having knowledge of the story does not give you context to the stuff that happens and you just run into these bizarre npcs all the time that are just very chill for the fact that like all this insane stuff is happening around them and then the fact that you can accidentally punch them or slice them with a sword and they become enemies for that entirety of the game like they remember (laughs) that you did it so every time you respawn they're like oh that's you again (laughs) i gotta stab that fucker yep It's just so it has it's like a it's a weird flavor all its own and uh but definitely something that is cool. That being said, I haven't played 
their their uh, feudal Japan uh, inspired one. Uh, what is that? What is that called? Is it um, Sekido Sekiro? Well, there's there's Neo, and then uh-huh. there's Sekiro. You only die twice or something like that. Yeah, so that's the one. Yeah, the it was the one I remember. It was like it's like James Bond. Yeah, it's exactly. got like a James Bond like title. Well, that's good Se- enough for me. Sekiro shadows die twice. Shadows uh, die twice. Well, there you, you know, go. he's technically a ninja. Ninjas are considered shadow. Anyway, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It works. All right. All right. Okay. I hear that's good though. I haven't tried that one out, so I guess I'm just saying that's that pokes a hole in my fr- my soul's bona fides. But uh, Elden Ring, I'm excited to see what craziness you have to show me. <laughs> show me the crazy Elden Ring. I'm excited. All right, well, we know it. So, mm, I was going to challenge you to something, but no, uh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> I was going to be like, I challenge you to complete Elden Ring. Uh, oh, okay. But I don't know how hard it might be. Well. You know, last thing I want you is like to mail me some doo-doo or something like that. Okay. <laughs> well, this, this. then uh, challenge accepted. I'll I'll beat it. Um, so we'll address this in About three years. 2024? <laughs> yeah, 2027. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> when I finally beat the ring. <laughs> well, okay, not so much beat it. I watch a YouTuber do it, but it still counts. <laughs> yeah, I fast forward through most of it, though. Just <laughs> I became a big fan of credits. Yeah, I like watching credits. Of course, as you know, I stopped playing video games and I only work on my vintage Victrolas. They're so much fun. Mm-hmm. Fun to spell. <laughs> alright, 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 alright. Okay, good, good. Thank you for um, humoring me because I was really interested in that. Yeah. It, it, it's like the, you know, like the differences you know we like a lot of the same stuff i was always interested in how you approached games versus i in terms of like well you know over the years i think i've gotten way pickier in what i play and like pretty much kind of like it's even with the content that i watch in terms of pickiness you know like, uh, i don't want nothing new I need old and comfortable because I know that's good versus something like, you know, I got to take a chance on. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, what I just gave you is a long answer to your question. The short answer is depression and anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) That's really the the answer because I, I, when it comes to games, I'm, 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 you know, like uh, I'm constantly cycling through all the new ones and trying out new experiences and trying to get those dopamine hits where I can find them. But uh, to your point, when it comes to TV, I'm not really venturing outside the lines all that much. You know, I've been watching seven seasons of Deep Space Nine over and over and over again for what I was going to say what feels like years, but which is literally probably a year at this point, Uh, because that's it's like a comfy old sweater when you got a long day and you need to relax. Then there's nothing like TV that you know exactly what's going to happen. (laughs) <laughs> I, you know, I guess, yeah, exactly. Or at least I know I like it versus something at some point where I'm like, this sucks, you know, like, yeah, you know, but you know, the, it's funny that you bring that up though, because lately, and this just ha- started recently, lately, 
Sometimes I'll be up uh, after my wife falls asleep and we'll be on the couch and I will put on a spooky show. I've been dipping my toes in in uh, in new uh, spooky shows oh. on Netflix. Okay. This, so is, a, this is a new outcome. I haven't heard this yet. Right. Yeah. So I'm about halfway through Midnight Mass and I just checked out the first episode of uh archive 81 uh last night okay and uh i would say midnight mass here i'll just give you my my halfway through midnight mass impressions uh it's spooky show uh the setting is very spooky it's on like a like sea level level island you know off the coast of america somewhere and it's okay. you know a bunch of people who know each other and stuff and weird you know small town dynamics and it's uh has a religious component obviously by the uh um the title probably gave that away but uh i would say it's uh, got a spooky atmosphere a little slow a little slow and from what i got i got to about halfway through and kind of like where i can see it's going i'm like oh <laughs> maybe it'll be i'm gonna give it a chance i'm gonna finish it out but uh kind of the twists and stuff are kind of where it's twisting is i kind of wish they just went back to me not knowing as much i guess is what i'll say okay. uh first episode of archive 81 i i really loved very uh atmospheric and a fun take on the found footage genre it's about a guy who works for the museum restoring uh magnetic tape and other types of film and uh, he is hired by a mysterious corporation to uh, restore a bunch of uh, tapes that were burned in a fire and, uh, in this apartment complex in New York. And, um, yeah, and, and as soon as he starts watching the tapes, weird stuff starts happening. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's weird. You know, it's like, uh, I'm not, especially when I was growing up, I was not super into scary stuff. And yeah, I know you said, uh, what, what movie scared you that I just started laughing? <laughs> well, I mean, it's like any movie that was in the 80s and had like creatures in it, uh, uh, Popeye. I mean, it was when I admitted to you that the movie Popeye was terrifying to me and not because of... Not the, for the reasons it should be terrifying. Not for the reason. not Robin Williams' uh, his crazy arms, but no, the scene where uh, the baby gets kidnapped by an octopus was the most terrifying thing I'd ever seen. So uh, I started off there, but now I'm I'm watching, I'm, get, I'm sort of dipping my toe back in the, in the spooks. And uh, I think, you know, not to be, not to get too real, but I think... It has a lot to do with COVID because I feel like I feel like there's a lot of I used to be very scared of being startled and, mm-hmm. and a lot of content would scare me a lot and then a epidemic happened and like people's you know the, the your family's lives are in constant danger and there is uh and a lot of stuff, I mean, it was very, it was just the craziest thing that I've ever experienced in my lifetime. And uh, I was like, okay, well, the real life is scary enough. Now I can watch fake scary stuff because I'm just like. <laughs> like desensitized at this point? Yeah, I'm just like, there's nothing that, is, that could be as scary as what's happening outside my door right now. <laughs> and so it's almost like a nice, you're like, oh, cool, it's a haunted videotape. That's the nicest escape for me. 
This is perfect. This is like something that I've read on the Reddit. <laughs> yep. At all. I mean, it does kind of have that creepy pasta. It actually reminds me of a podcast I listened to called the Magnus Archives. Uh, that uh, oh, that's a that's a powerful name. Yeah, it's a cool. It's a it's a it's a really cool podcast. If you're looking for a horror fi- uh, fiction horror podcast that's like acted out, um, uh, it's uh, it's a podcast where each episode is about a different case that that is stored in the Magnus Archives and. And this guy is cataloging them and and uh, you know m- doing interviews for them and stuff. And so it's uh, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, the first I think season or two is really good, and then it kind of gets really insane. And when it gets really insane, I kind of like eh, not as interested. But uh, it's really good for a bit. All right, that's that's as if to maybe we should do that. Yeah, you want to do a fictional podcast? Yeah, sure. Where we just kind of write some fanfic for something else, like, and then you know, like the butler was an alien. Well, you know, I'll workshop it. I'll workshop it. You know, <laughs> the, the butler, like, the butler did it, and by it, I mean abducting you. Yeah, I like that. All right, see, see, this is what I'm talking about. We're spitballing things, workshopping stuff, it's like it's scratch tracking it. It's already it. As far as I'm, I'd subscribe. Yeah, no, I I already am. It's not even out there yet, but I've put in a note to Apple saying, <laughs> when, when this podcast comes out, it doesn't have a name yet, so allow me to describe it for you. They'll get I back got to pictures. Me, right? I got pictures and everything. Yeah, they'll get back to you, totally. Okay, That's what good. they do. <laughs> That's what they do. Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, I, I, I noticed that Superfan Chat had a... He listened to our, you know, we need the talk episode of uh, Bobfa. Oh, really? There's technically no A. Hi, Chad. And yeah, hey, Chad, how you doing? Um, and he had a great thing. What we should have called it, and I messed up. I well, what, we, what should we have called it? Bob Saga. <laughs> Bob Saga. <laughs> So if we cover, if we do some sort of recap episode, it's going to be Book of Bop Saga okay. right there. <laughs> or like Diary of Bop Saga, you know, Crib Notes. Yeah. Whatever, you know. We're definitely going to have to talk about whatever this finale is and just kind of like, I, I look forward to revisiting every episode in light of whatever happens in the finale. I mm-hmm. I do not have a lot of faith, but I hope, as you do, that there is something in the finale that will make all of this make sense, or at least kind of feel more cohesive and not just sort of a waste of everybody's time. But uh, by, I was I thought, actually, uh, I don't want to put you on the spot here, John, but I thought it might be fun if we... Because last time we put out an uh, episode about Boba Fett, about episode five, basically on the day after episode six <laughs> released... Which I thought was funny because we talk about it, you know, reviewing the latest episode, which it was to us, to be fair to us. Yeah, but, at the uh, time, it was totally at the time. Up and, yeah, but yeah. it was funny because, like, uh, we got a lot of, you know, we kind of had some fun predictions about what would happen in the next episode, and none of them, were, of course, were true. Um, yeah. But I thought it might be fun, since this episode will come out after the finale has released, if we give our predictions for the final episode of Book of Boba Fett, and these can be real predictions or funny fake predictions that you don't actually believe. 
Okay. Yeah, just bad. I would say they're all going to be bad predictions. <laughs> I mean, I, unless you want to give like an honest to goodness, like this is what I think will happen, which I would actually be really interested to hear. But because I have a couple of things that I thought up that I think will will happen. Uh, but uh, since they will all probably be wrong, let's give our predictions for the finale of Book of Boba Fett. Okay. And we should say before we start, these these may hint at spoilers, so if you haven't seen the series up until this point, you may want to skip over this part. Fair. Um, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Let's see. Let, how about you? Uh, how about you uh, uh, send us off on this trip? Okay. The spoilers. Spoilers. All right. Just I, I gotta keep saying it. It's yeah, too it's new. Right? Yeah, we can all say it. It's yeah, fine. I know. Spoilers. Spoilers. Okay. So Grogu is left with a choice. Yep. At the end of the last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, <laughs> right. For on a Boba Fett show, that is the cliffhanger of the penultimate yep. cliffhanger. Yeah, you know, sometimes shit happens. Sure. Um, yeah, you get you get love with choices. So I think what he's going to obviously choose to go to go with Mando. Mm-hmm. And I think I think Luke is going to go like, you know what, little dude? This was just kind of a test. I'm going to give you this uh, shirt that he had made for you, and I'm going to give you this little lightsaber, because it's really small. <laughs> I don't need it. Both. It looks so goofy. Yeah, oh, and he's like, no. And he's like, I'm going to send you on your way. And I was like, okay, cool. So I'm going to I'm gonna take you back to where the Mando is. So then what will happen is we'll be on tattooing, and it's just going to be fucking balls out action for like 30 minutes. Like, pew, 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 pew. You know, everyone being badass and, you know, shooting pike dudes and all this stuff. <laughs> You know, the, the battle for Tatooine goes there. Cad Bane shows up. Boba and uh, Cad get into, like, you know, their their rivalry for the reason why Cad has a hole in his head. And uh, Boba has the dent in his helmet, right? Like, mm-hmm. all these things that were kind of explored but not fully realized in the cartoon will come out and will be like this. And they're going to get all fucked up. And, uh, you know, like, Mando, Fennec, all of them, are like, you know, like, down on the ropes. You know, Koth Vant will show up, you know, maybe with a mod arm now that he got shot in the shoulder. So maybe he has like six arms or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> His arm right. is just a part of a Vespa. Yeah. So then he's just like, you know, he's doing his thing. You know, he's like the general Grievous, but he's got guns. It's going to be all crazy. But then they're, they're all look like they're down for the count. Then out of the desert, we we'll see one green lightsaber turn on. Then a little one turn on. <laughs> and they're going to turn the fucking tide. And you know, doing this swing and jumping. Oh my God. Right? Excuse me. I just burped in the middle of your awesome descriptions. My apologies. Uh, no worries. And he's going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then we'll finally hear Grogu's voice. And he's going to be like, check this out, Mando Dad. <laughs> and he's going to be like, whoa, ha, ha. You know, just slicing Pike dudes. And, you know, Luke's going to be like, mm-hmm. you know, doing his whole thing. <laughs> and then at the end of it, Mando's going to be there. Uh, Boba's going to be there. The Pike Syndicate is relatively decimated. Luke is like, until Grugu's ready, he's going to go with you, Mando. Mando's going to be like this. Then Boba's going to sucker punch Mando, defeat him in combat, take the Darksaber, and go rule Mandalore. That's my prediction. Uh, I love 
okay, I, I if the episode is not that exact sequence of events, I'm gonna be very disappointed because that is great. I'm hyped. I'm hyped to see this. I'm hyped to see them try to justify Luke hel- helping Boba Fett. <laughs> Can you imagine the leaps of logic that would take? We were just like, the last time these two met, uh, things were not great. Also, he froze his friend, and uh, he's generally just been a piece of shit for the entire time that Luke knew him, but he's just like, uh, hey, Boba Fett, you're cool with me. I've got a weird voice. No, there's, there's a moment where Boba Fett and Luke Skywalker will be Back to back, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and Boba's gonna turn to me like, "No hard feelings about the rope." And then Luke's gonna turn to him, "No hard feelings about flying into the Sarlacc pit by the hands <laughs> no. of my best friend Han." And then like Boba's gonna grimace, but then go yeah, and then it's gonna be kind of like that that one shot in Avengers where like Thor. And I, you know, like they're like swinging around and like, like Luke will throw Boba his lightsaber. Boba will take the lightsaber when he throws his gun to Luke and it's going to be badass. I can't imagine. I can't imagine if like the Boba Fett show ends with it mostly being about Luke and Grogu showing up. Well, we got to get them there. Right. So we can get, so we can start Mando season three. With That's fucking why I, Grogu in his little gunner pod. Maybe you know? I think maybe you're right, except that that is an after credit scene. Like we get all the we get all the stuff, and then Grogu and Luke show up in the after credit scene. Then Luke kills Boba Fett. Because <laughs> <laughs> is, like, is that your prediction? Because <laughs> like we can't do this series anymore. Sorry guys, this is a mistake. Never mind. Let's just throw it in the trash. <laughs> Luke. <laughs> Uh, Luke, here's what I my prediction is that uh, at the end in an after credit scene, Luke will accidentally hit the back of Boba Fett's jetpack and he'll go flying into another Sarlacc. <laughs> it turns out like instead of getting blown up by the Sonic charge, the Sarlacc just crawled through its like bug out holes to another movie or he's been slowly chasing boba the whole time since then it's like i can't get that taste of man mandalorian it's the it's sarlacc jr it's sarlacc jr is gonna just be like this is for my dad (laughs) (laughs) little mouth is gonna come out and boba is be like oh not again (laughs) oh god no and then it's gonna end with the end for real this time uh it's either that or the last episode will be a red velvet curtain with cameos that just walk out for an hour (laughs) princess leia (laughs) that seems in poor taste you got harrison ford just shows up in his sweats Uh, you know (laughs) uh, Uh, i I shot first and then yeah Remember that time I I hit you with a stick and set off your backpack? Yep. I even know your name. And then Timothy Chalamet will come out and he'll be reveal he's playing Thrawn for some reason. And he'll be like, oh. And and he'll be like, he'll wink at the camera and be like, the spice must flow. (laughs) (laughs) The Quasar had a rack. See, this is gonna be great. It's gonna be a uh, forty-five minutes of people walking out in front of a, 
a red curtain just taking a bow and everyone will think it's the best episode of star wars they've ever seen i mean that's bold but i like it yeah <laughs> Uh, it's funny. I wrote down here, Grogu and Luke show up to, together to save Boba Fett, uh, which would make no sense, but it's all like end game. <laughs> so yeah, funny. exactly. It's good, great minds. Yeah. Like what'll be happening. You know, they'll be sh- fighting and tattooing. Cause that way it'd be cheap. Right. The rancor, maybe will be out there for a second. It's like, you know, like fucked up because like the pikes bring like a rancor with another rancor on top. Like it's a real big one, but then it's got like a little one riding the big one. And, you know, two rancors, too tough anyway. And as this battle's going on, what we'll see overhead is just this, the running lights of an X-Wing. And you're just going to be like, oh, shit, son. Here he comes. Here it comes. And then, yeah, they're going to be fucking, you know, it's going to be badass. Like, there'll be one point where even R2 will be out there, and Grogu will get on top of R2's dome and just does, like, a breakdancing flip all around. He's like, <laughs> He's like yeah. I got you, Mando Dad. <laughs> Or, How'd you mm, like that? <laughs> How'd you like that you, Dad going. Mando, I will. Yes, oh, because you know. he talks just like Yoda. And that's people will right. be like, I that's knew right. he was Baby Yoda. I knew it. You said he wasn't mm. Baby Yoda, but that's the twist. Like, mm, down, do you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> John, I was actually, that brings up. Uh, in the last episode of the Mando, Luke said that Yoda talks at riddles. I would love to hear Yoda's rebuttal to the, that obvious fallacy. Wrong, he is. Poor <laughs> dirt farmer from Tatooine. Luke was mistaken about my ability to talk. <laughs> it's I choose just, yeah. to fuck with you. You understand? Yes. <laughs> right. He doesn't speak in riddles. He just has weird syntax. Yeah, it's just how he does things. I mean, you still get them. Remember, mm, around the survivors, a perimeter crate. Yeah, the the clone troopers were like, oh, okay, was he wearing a wetsuit? Get around the... Wait, wait a minute. Around the survivors. I've got it. He was frozen in a block of ice and dropped into the lake. What? Oh, well, oh, wait a minute. He wants to get some Froyo <laughs> for his friends. Oh, by God. The, wait a minute. What did he say? And at that point, all the Jedis and clown troopers are just decimated. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Very good. But, I mean, he even said that right. So, fuck Luke, man. He didn't talk in riddles. And he does he just had- less so in uh, in, in uh, Empire Strikes Back. He's He doesn't. His syntax isn't actually that weird. In, no, uh, just a couple movie. of them. Yeah. Yeah. He talks in riddles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's close enough to what riddles would be for Luke. I don't know. Like, yeah. You know, he just, like, he's so hard to understand. Here's you know, here's he's... a real deal Holyfield prediction uh, okay. for this last episode. I think, because we know that the next uh, series that is coming out will be Obi-Wan. Uh, we don't know when, but we know that's the next series. So I do think at the end of this episode, just like they set up Book of Boba Fett at the end of the season of uh, of Mandalorian, I think they're gonna have they're gonna have an after credit sequence with Luke. You know, after Grogu leaves, because I think we both are in agreement that's what's going to happen, or at least that's what I think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And Luke's gonna reach out through the Force and ask his old mentor what he's like. Uh, hey, old Ben. 
what do I do? This, this whole school thing kind of sucks. My only student left. <laughs> Maybe I'm not good at it. And uh, I think we're going to get a little ghost, uh, little ghost Obi-Wan showing oh, up. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's like, yeah. Uh, well, I don't have the pocket Obi-Wan. What, what does Obi-Wan say in that book? <laughs> Remember the March, March uh, the 15th, uh, my chef, uh, every Thursday. It's <laughs> 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 like, just a plug. That's yeah, it. <laughs> he's, just, he's like, Luke, Luke. To, for your school to succeed, you must tune in every Thursday on UPN. What? It's not on UPN anymore? Oh, no. Well, Disney Plus. Disney Plus. <laughs> You'll have to sign up, Luke. I can't get you a membership. <laughs> Find out how we got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he'll, yeah, he'll just be like, well, that reminds me of a long time ago and that Thursdays at night. <laughs> I like it. Yep. All right, I'm good with that. I'm, I'm I'm hella good with that. He's like Ahsoka said. I'm just like my father. Is that a good thing? Oh boy. Oh uh, yeah. Ooh. Listen. Uh, I'm not exactly known for telling the truth, so he was a good friend. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, it's just a hot mic, hot mic moment, you know, and he's just like, what a stupid son of a... (laughs) I can't believe this guy's the last Jedi, can you believe it? Wait, is this is this force vision still? Oh no! <laughs> oh, I wish I could be a pile of robes right now. <laughs> I'm for it. Yeah, I am for it. I'm good with that. Yeah. I like. I kind of like your ending now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do. I do like my badass part with them all showing up. But you know. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think these both can happen because in your ending. All that stuff happens, and then Luke has to go back on his own uh, while, you know, uh, uh, Grogu and the Bando go off for Adventures Unknown. So, yeah, he's going to go back there, and he'll, he'll, talk to, he'll talk to Obi-Wan, because they have to set it up. It'll, at the end, will he just be like, Yes, that reminds me of a time on Tatooine. <laughs> that reminds me of when you were, you were young, too, once, you know. You, yes, you had, you had big ears just like Grogu, I guess. I never really showed up. I was supposed to check on you, in on you a lot, but I was busy with my own desert stuff. Practicing my <laughs> great dragon. <laughs> That's the, the, yep, uh, George Lucas should add the, uh, the, the Leto laugh into the, the next version of, uh, of uh, a new hope, we're just like. Yeah, true. <laughs> good time. Oh shit! Oh shit! <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, I don't. Th- I, I, I'm sufficiently chill. What do you say? Dan? Yeah, me too. I'm yeah. good. Okay. I'm good. Fantastic. 
Well, I guess that will do it for us this week. I hope that you had a chill time listening to this, and however long it ends up being, you were able to take uh, your mind off of the uh, worries and problems of uh, your everyday life. And now I've reminded you of them again, so we've all come full circle. Anyway, uh, now is your favorite point of the show, the acknowledgments. And uh, so, as always... We want to thank Burton M6 for the incredible theme song. If you want to check out his Fiverr page, there's a link in our description. He comes highly recommended by us. And we've... <coughs> oh, man. Oh, this margarita style is really coming back on me. Um, <laughs> let's try to finish this out. Margarita style. Uh, and if you want to uh, support the ongoing production of this podcast, you can do so in a number of ways. Number one, you can tell a friend or just spread the word. The more people that listen, the better for everybody. And if you'd like to support the production of this podcast directly, you can do that. You can go to our merch store. That is also in the show notes for this very episode. Wherever you find it, you should be able to find a link in there. And as we always like to say at the end of... Oh, wait, let's let's not wrap it up yet. I forgot to tell you about our very important social media, which also exists, believe it or not. You can find us on Twitter, at the Pop Saga, And mm-hmm. you can find us on Instagram, at the Pop Saga, And you can email us at gmail, thepopsaga, at gmail.com is the address you can use. All that stuff in the show notes. Uh, so you don't have to remember. Yes, go ahead. Don't forget. We are now on the Discord. Oh, that's right. If you want to talk to us directly and get into the conversation, we can have a fun time talking about movies and what movies you want to hear us talk about and what movies you like and and books and TV and games and all the stuff that we talk about. You, too, can participate. John, hit them with the way that they can get to the Discord server. Yeah, just... F- yeah, this will be trippy if you go to instagram or if you find the link on twitter just click through that and there is a link to our discord which shouldn't bring you to it we have our rules and all that good stuff but it should be good to go and if not email me and i'll fix it but it should be good to go yeah don't be a jerk and that's you'll be fine yeah, like I unfortunately I can't be like, well, this is our Discord link is Discord slash eight eight one seven three two four. You know, I'm not gonna do all that. Just visit one of our social medias. You'll see a, a link that says Pinko Link for two did through their Discord. Fantastic, and you could be on the ground floor of that awesome and hopefully at some point growing community. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It could we'll be see. three of us. It'll be fun. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for us for this week. So, as we always like to say at the end of every episode, wherever you are, however you choose to listen to us, we hope that you are feeling happy and healthy, and we'll see you next week. Remember, folks, don't mix booze and dairy after you're 40. It's not going to end up a good day. You'll still chill, but not the way you want. (laughs) No. Saga, you know we keep it groovy We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies A couple of nerds, but got style We so cool Pop culture, talking new and old school Yeah, you should know we love hip-hop From the roots, Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch We giving you what you want, it don't get no liver Ain't no doubt we gotcha This is Pop Saga, let's go Oh yeah, you heard right This is a lifestyle, welcome to the nerd life Pop Saga